and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. We are looking at the Lord's Prayer and uh, how this prayer can shape us and prepare us this year. And after we have looked at the heart and the focus of our prayer, which is God and His kingdom, we will now look at the other half of the Lord's Prayer. And as we look into it, I want to uh, bring to us five declarations that we can use also for our lives. Let me read to you uh, Matthew 6, uh, verses 9 to 13, but I'll focus more on verses 11 to 13. I'll start with verse 9. It says here, Pray then like this, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And there's a footnote there. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Five declarations, five truths and five declarations that we can get for our lives. The very first one, of course, is provision. In verse 11, no? uh, it seems like it's very upfront. It says, give us this day our daily bread or our bread for tomorrow. As I've said, at very first reading, it first like it's a pretty much upfront uh, meaning. Until I came across uh, the book by uh, Kenneth Bailey, Jesus Through the Middle Eastern Eyes, wherein he said that Matthew 6 verse 11 contains one of those challenging translations in the Bible. And the challenging translation is the word daily because it's so unique that it only appeared once in Scripture and it's only used once in the whole, at least, um, uh, Greek language during their time. And the, the, the nuances in the meaning of the word daily, he proposes, that is that it can mean today or it can also mean tomorrow for today. <laughs> it can mean ngayon or pwede rin yung pangbukas ngayon. Okay, that's why there's a footnote, our bread for tomorrow. Or it can also talk about sustenance or sufficiency for today. Okay, bread for today. Or it can also mean the complete dependence for the needs. You see, bread is a picture of not only food or the things that um, the people in the Jesus time enjoys, but it's really the picture of um, uh, not just food, provision, and enjoyment. Give us today. And he was proposing a, a translation uh, that somehow encapsulates the other nuances. He was proposing a translation wherein he said, Give us today the bread that sustains, which talks about the time, and it also talks about our needs. But more than that, it talks about our security. You know, while, while we were reading this, and what um, Kenneth Bailey was also proposing, which I also agree, is that he was, uh, this word, this prayer of Jesus, is encouraging us through our prayers to shape our hearts to be freed from the worries of this world, from consumerism, and to focus on God as our source. Give us this day our daily bread or the bread that sustains. 
declaration number one for us this year. May this year be a year of miraculous provision. Second thing that we can see here in the second declaration we may look at is, of course, with regards to forgiveness. Verse 12, it says here, And forgive us our debts, as we have also forgiven our debtors. It's a prayer of seeking forgiveness from God. You know, today, I want to, my prayer is that we may experience the freedom of what the gospel offers. What did Jesus do? Because of his death on the cross, not only did he give us eternal life, he has forgiven us of our sins. He has removed guilt. He has covered our shame. But you know what? Sometimes we fail to experience the freedom that the gospel have, has to offer. And sometimes we ask, Bakit kaya, no? The verse actually shows a main hindrance for us to experience the fullness of God's grace. And it may come to, it may come to us as a surprise. Sometimes the reason for us, why we fail to experience the freedom that we have from the gospel, it's not because we don't somehow understand God forgiving us, but it's the other half of the verse. It's forgiveness of others. And this is hard. It's so hard. But this is what Jesus was saying. And how this prayer indeed is so hard. That's why this prayer is connected to verse 11 by that word, end. <laughs> Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts. It's, it somehow also communicates that this is not something we just say, okay, ngayon, okay na to, bukas, uh, tapos na to. It is a daily battle. It's something that we come to God and, and submit to God and wrestle with God. Declaration number two. May this year be a year of reconciliation. It, it may start with us. You being reconciled to God. Come to God in repentance. He has forgiven you of your sins through Christ. But, may, but this may also be an invitation for us to be a year of reconciliation. Maybe someone has hurt you. And again, it's not easy. Not easy at all. But this is what we're believing God for. A mir miraculous freedom to release forgiveness and have reconciliation. That's declaration number two. Declaration number three. You know, we would look at somehow it's like submission. No? You know, at first it looks like it's a prayer for protection. For protection. Look, verse 13. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. You know, as I've said, it, it sounds like it's a prayer for protection. Deliver us from evil and all of those things. But if you look closely, what we can see actually, it is a plea for the Lord's guidance it is submission to him you know this that prayer that short sentence the last verse in the lord's prayer is a rebellion against self-sufficiency self-confidence and self-defining it is a prayer shaping our hearts kaya sabi dyan, no? lead us deliver us it is a prayer shaping our hearts to be led and delivered by the Lord. You know, because the reality is, reality is, there will be storms and temptations and oppositions and problems internally and externally. And through it all, 
the invitation to us when we pray is that we cry to the Lord, Lord, lead us, guide us, deliver us. Declaration number three, may this year be a year of radical obedience to God. When we submit to Him, to His leading, to His deliverance. Now, another thing that we may miss out as we read verses 11, 12, and 13 is that it is not in a singular form. It is not, give, give me today my daily bread and forgive my debts as I forgive and lead me not into temptation. But if you would look at it closely, the refer- it's, all, it's a recurrence of plurals. It is always us and our. Because it's, this is something that I found so amazing. Because sometimes we think we need to experience provision, forgiveness, protection, and all of these things for ourselves. But no, this is also something that we experience together. And this is also something that we share with each other. And this is also something that we are shaped by being together. We experience the provision, the forgiveness, the protection, the submission, the guidance in community and for community. Declaration number four for all of us here. May this year be a year of stronger relationships for our lives. Maybe for some of us here for the longest time, kaya ko naman, ako na to. But may this year be a miraculous freedom for us to enjoy the church community. No, one last thing. Five declarations for us. No, some manuscripts end with this Lord's Prayer. With the last one, yung footnote sa, yes, sa mga Bibles natin. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. That footnote is a declaration that the kingdom belongs to God. In fact, the whole prayer is shaped in view of the kingdom of God. You know, verse 9 pa lang. Eh, verse 9 to 10. Our Father, your kingdom come, your will be done. And it ends... By saying, yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Declaration number five. May this year be a year that we experience the power of living in the kingdom. I want to invite all of us here to reflect on the Lord's Prayer. Think about all of these things. Wouldn't we want that? Declare that to our lives. Lord, this is a year of provision for us. This is a year of restoration for us, of reconciliation for us, of your power seen in our lives for us, of being connected with each other. I believe as we study this psalm, this psalm, this prayer rather, it will shape us. Let me pray for all of us here. Lord, I want to declare, Lord, that to our lives. Lord, may this year be a year of provision, not just individually, but for us, that we will be blessed so that we will be a channel of blessing. Lord, may this year be a year of freedom from bitterness. May this be a year of repentance from our sins. 
reconciliation for broken relationships. May this year be a year that we would be guided and led by you. Lord, may we um, step out in faith. May we see you move miraculously as we obey. And Lord, I pray that today, even today, God, you will give us the right people who will stir up our hearts, who would fan into flame, who would encourage us to live for your glory. And Lord, Lord, I just want to declare for everyone who's watching and everyone who will be listening, Lord, indeed, we will be able to experience the power of your kingdom because we know that it's not dependent on us, but it's on you. Indeed, we say and declare, yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, both now and forever. Amen and amen. God, so worthy God Before we go, just want to pray for all of us here. Lord, thank you that you are doing something in our lives. We are believing for breakthroughs and miracles, God. Not just for us, but for the people around us, for our family, for our campuses, for our work, for our nation. Lord, we look to you as our source of breakthroughs. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.